Hello everyone, my name is Tatiana Gefter, I use she-they pronouns, and I am playing Alma of the Veil with the Gravedigger playbook. Hi, my name is Nishit Zaya, I use any pronouns, and I am playing Fletcher the Witch. My name is Janine Florence Sinto, I use they-them pronouns, and I play Haku Bayani, Starkeeper. Hello, my name is Okta, I go by they-them pronouns, and I will play male three strings. From the Weaver's Hi, my name is Harper Sage Pettit. I use they or she pronouns, and I will be your guide for this season of Queer PG of Kith and Pen. Content warning for this episode includes death, complex and complicated relationships, and breakups. Dear Starseekers, if you're reading this, congratulations! You are about to get the in-depth accounts of the Letter Writing Club of the Lastings and how they found themselves in Towerfell. Our mission from our serval, Fallon, was to find our gods and bring them home. This mission brought us all around to different places, picking up new friends and old along the way. Once we were safely in Towerfell, we went to the first spot we could think of, far away from town center, the green statue of a human. I think you know where this is going, Starseeker. The day my friends and I went to save the gods was also the day I became the Starkeeper. But that's a story told hundreds of different ways. I want to talk about my friends on that day. The kids who have been with me forever and the last stop of our journey saving the gods, there was Neo, the weaver, who made magnificent tapestries before this journey who has been so brave with such wisdom guiding us through, and who even started weaving the story in a thoughts more so those who can't see can. There's Fletcher, the witch, whose powers kept growing throughout our journey, even if it was a little sticky, and him finding someone to hold his paw during missions, even when sneaking through the sewers underground of Towerfeld could be a little sticky, <laughs> and Alma, the gravedigger, who has been captaining their ship for the entire journey, even with a lot of bumps and bruises on board, trusting me and Neo to fix the engine, well, mostly Neo. And in the end, uses her gifts to talk to the spirits underground the town center of Towerfell. These were the ones who I stood next to on the day that we tried to save the gods. My friends who have always been there, like family, of pen and page, of kith and pen, find the kith like them on your journey through the stars. From the stories of the stars, Hakubayani. And we pick up in Towerfell. Haku, Neu, Fletcher, Lauren, Calix, and Chandler all circle around the body of Alma, who is there in the subway tunnels physically, but spiritually, Alma is inside the void space and even further inside the void inside the statue of the human. Alma, you've discovered that Lavender, the last human, their spirit is trapped here in the the statue, tormented alongside the frozen forms of all the gods of the land. They've just pointed out that you are, quote-unquote, one of them, bringing the downfall of the kith. Those on the outside, you are seeing Alma kind of, like, flinch 
and maybe like whimper and kind of react to various things, but you have no idea what's happening on the inside. Lauren says, it seems like she's really struggling in there. I might have to go back, go after her. And and you can go there? You can go help Alma? Yes, I teach people how to do what Alma's doing. A couple of you, probably, not everyone. But yeah, let's start getting ready. I'm gonna light a few more candles and prepare myself. Whoever wants to, to go with me, sit next to me whenever you're ready. And so Lauren starts to gather some more candles, lighting them, and doing some of the rituals that Alma did for when she got ready to go in. Eventually, they sit down on on the ground. Who else from the group tries to join him? Fletcher will go. Neo kind of looks at Haku. You, you, you should do it. I'm not really a person of... Uh, um, I'm not really this kind of a... I'm more of a stars kind of a guy. And this seems more of like a magic kind of situation. And you're you're really good at talking to other other friends who are in need and of help. I think you should do it. You have such a deep relationship with, with all of the small gods that we've been finding. I think that could really help there. I could teach you a little bit of magic real quick. Um, my mom taught me how to transfer just a little bit of magic. And maybe that could help if that will make you feel better. Of me? Of or me? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. I feel like Haku's more concerned about, like, the protection side of things right now. So Fletcher will spend one token to give Haku the magic of warding houses against danger, which just kind of, like, is based on environment. Um, it's usually for, like, places, but I imagine you could use this magic to help in a bubble as well. Fletcher will turn to Neo and say, um... Do you, do you want a little bit of magic too? That would be that would be super. I mean, if I'm gonna stay out here with Calix and Chandler, are they around? Yeah, they're around. It will be better to to be ready for whatever may happen. If I'm going to stay here, I still want to stay connected with all of you as you delve in there. Could we try and make a little magic between between us, Fletcher, so that I stay connected to you? We've been tied together with this string as 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 we walked. We could try and maybe forge a little connection there. Yeah, that might work. I mean, we both have a little bit of oracle magic, so maybe we can figure out a way to connect that. If I hear something or everything or anything's dangerous in here, I can try to pull. I can listen to what is happening on your end, and maybe you can do the same. Um, do you have any magic thread or string on you right now? I have I have my needle and I have I have some of my of my pieces of string. Um, Can I see a piece of string, please? Yes, of course. And Neo will take out a short piece of string that kind of changes colors really slowly. As you do that, you do kind of feel a kind of magical awe kind of fall over the room, but also you hear footsteps from the northern end of the room and you see coming down the stairs professor pepper's force rifted and missed she gives a slow clap it's quite interesting when you spend so much time learning about someone overseeing them you learn so much about them things that they probably don't even know themselves i figured you would be here and looking over at alma Seems like you've already gotten started, but I must implore you to 
not take your actions any further. Can Fletcher throw a random potion at them? And as Fletcher, you reach for a potion, Professor Peppers is going to raise her hand. There's no need for violence. I'm not here to cause you any harm. Now, Riften, the bear standing close by, the one that does scary magic, it's kind of like growling and getting ready to cast a spell. Riften, dear, please calm yourself. I know it's it's hard for you, but there will be a time for this later. I'm simply here to implore you that we need to happen what's about to happen. The human beings rising again. We will be experiencing a magical renaissance, something we've never seen before. Fletcher, don't you want to have access to magical spells more potent than you could ever imagine? Yes, you do. Everyone does. If you're satisfied with your spells being mediocre, I can guarantee you're lying. Who sat down with Lauren? Fletcher. And only Fletcher? Haku was in the middle of sitting down, but when Haku stands up, Haku does slightly just take a little potion bottle from Fletcher in pure, in pure knowance and wants to throw so badly. Oh, so Fletcher has tied the magic string around his friendship bracelet to keep the connection. Haku, as you're trying to stand back up, you feel Lauren's hand grab you pull you down and just like look very concerned we have to help alma okay thank you here you go before haku goes haku just goes um if there's anyone out there that could do a little help that would be really amazing right now hello okay go fletcher has like left out a bag of like assorted potions not labeled and just dropped it on the floor before they leave Haku was thinking about a little god that could possibly be on them, but they don't know about the god yet. The god of- a small god of locks? If it comes out, that'd be so cool. They're for protection. Go ahead and give me a heart roll. Nine. As Lauren takes your hand, other hand holding Fletcher's, and you kind of all of a sudden appear in the purple void of the other side, right before then, you you did see like a magical kind of like beam of light kind of like go across your your line of sight and Neu, you and Calix stand there potions in hand ready to to protect your friends if needed and then a wall of light separates you from Professor Pepper's Riften and the rest of the preservation and they stand on the other side on the void side. Alma, just a few moments ago, I'm sure you're still in shock, you were told by a very ragged and abused-looking Lavender, and they have told you that you are one of the ones that are bringing down, are bringing on the downfall of the Kith. I think maybe some wires have been crossed here. Who, who told you that? I was shown... It in a thoughts more. What exactly? How you and your friends have been capturing the gods and have imprisoned me. Wait a- hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm here because we thought you were imprisoning the gods. We- we- my friends, they saw thoughts more. 
that showed, I mean, I'm going to assume it was you, because I don't know many other humans, like, kidnapping the gods. You are poisoning me. Why would I do that? I cannot believe a word you say. I've seen what you do. I don't think you have. Kel will be here soon. Kel is coming to rescue me. Kel is a spirit-hurting bad guy. While we were on our way here, we literally had to save a fire spirit that Kel had impaled with a steel pipe of some sort. I don't know what Kel has told you. I can't speak for Kel, but I can speak for me and my friends. And we've gone on this insane adventure because we thought that you were taking our gods. And if you think we're taking the gods, then clearly we're both being manipulated against each other. This has been a lot for all of us. I didn't even think you were real for most of this adventure, but my friends always did and they always believed in you. So this is a lot and I'm not really equipped for this, but I'm here anyway because my home is falling out of the sky and this is the only way to fix it. So I need you to work with me a little bit. Give me the benefit of the doubt. What can I do to prove to you that I'm telling the truth? Go ahead and give me a a heart roll. Okay, that's a 10. You see Lavender soften a little bit. But you, I, I've been here, trapped here because of you. Oh, that's what Lavender I I don't know. I don't know. Just from the looks of you, and I say this in the nicest way possible, you kind of look like you've been through some stuff. And I'm sorry that that happened, that this is happening to you. You're not supposed to be stuck places, spirits. You're not supposed to be trapped, and you're not supposed to suffer after death. That's like kind of not supposed to happen so i'm i'm very sorry that this has happened to you and i i want to help you i really do i just i i'm not sure how yet you must know something and as you say that that's when you hear the shocked gasps of fletcher haku and lauren as they all kind of appear behind you oh hey guys hey homa Hello, how's it going in here? Uh, uh, Lavender, these are my friends, Haku, Fletcher, and Lauren. And before you can, like, get past friends, you can, like, tell that they are feeling extremely on edge now with more kith from their visions who have been, quote-unquote, the ones doing this the whole time. And they slowly stand up trembling you brought more with you well i i I technically didn't bring they just they they just kind of showed up and then all of a sudden you are thrown against the wall in a massive wind storm pushing you all against the wall and lavender is yelling saying things like i was starting to trust but I cannot trust all of you. And then you see a kind of like a, through a shimmering sort of mystical mirror sort of illusion, you see Kel standing behind Lavender. Well, it seems like we're having a few challenges. 
aren't we? Lavender, these are the ones who are keeping me from you. Why are they there? And why have I never been to see you? It's because I'm not allowed. Their magics keep me from you. Does Neo still have a thoughts more in their backpack? Always. I'm trying to big brain this so hard right now. I believe you. I'm going to keep stalling while you're big braining. Look, um, hey, hi, you, you, it's you. Haku, do you have something? Hi, I'm Haku Bayani. I'm, uh, not really a magic kind of a kid. I kind of, I mean, there is some magic that my friend let me borrow for a couple seconds. I don't really know what's happening at the same time. And also, question mark, Starkeeper, what does that mean? Still trying to figure that out. Also, question mark. What does purple mean to you? Also, question mark. Uh, did you see the sun? Haku will continue this bit. While this stalling is happening, Fletcher will start tugging on the like magical string that's on the friendship bracelet using the beads on. Uh, is are there words on the beads? Like, is is it like one of those like camp style? Like, does it have Fletcher's name or like? something on it. I feel like we probably were those kith that like each took a bead and then we all put our little name on it. Fletcher's gonna point at the T and the H and like just rattle those two beads to see if like Neo's getting those. <laughs> when Alma was like from the outside when Alma was like making sounds could we get any words from there? I mean if she if she wanted to speak Alma probably could speak out into the into the wave world. Fletcher's just gonna start saying, Give me the bag! Give me the bag! Give me the bag! Over and over again in both realms. With that, Haku will get louder with each. Um, another question! Uh, another question! What is your favorite snack? Uh, other question! Don't pay attention to the kith behind the curtain! Oh, other question! Neo, what do you do? I'll I'll take out my my round very very cold backpack and just like carefully put it on Fletcher's lap. I'll 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 grab Fletcher's sticky hand and like open up the top of the bag and kind of like manipulate your hand into the bag so that you're in contact with the thoughts more. Then Fletcher, maybe it's through the the magic of of friendship, this energy that you're all putting into this situation, but the connection you and Neu have through this magical cord that Neu purposely imbued with magic to be connected with you. You have the the bag with the thoughts more in your lap now. Is is there still chaos happening in here? There's still chaos happening. Wind pushing you all back up against the wall. You're starting to feel rain pelt against you. Thunder and lightning. Is the wind holding me in place? Or is it just like pushing me back so I can like still strafe against the wall? It's not holding you in place. But as you start to strafe against the wall, you notice that the colors around you start to fade. You know, you know what animal Fletcher is? Fletcher opens his arms to start navigating the wind. Give me a swift check, Fletcher. That's a seven? 
you are successful and able to navigate the the wind. However, it kind of starts to throw you about the room in a kind of like a violent circle. But eventually, you you able to like grab onto Lavender's side as you come in. But you're kind of like thud pretty rough. And like, and maybe it's like are turned like pressed up against Lavender's side, just like barely conscious for a moment. Can I climb towards her hands? Fletcher goes smacking into Lavender. Alma and Haku, you see that Fletcher's momentarily like dazed, wind knocked out after he like kind of like flew around the room really quick a few times. And yeah, he's barely hanging on. So I'm taking this distraction, this opportunity, and I've, I've strafed. I'm strafing along the wall. Um, I'm trying to get closer to Kel, and so Fletcher's, Fletcher's, you know, doing the little climby bit to get to Lavender's hand, and I'm gonna, like, because Kel's not just gonna let this happen, so I'm timing myself. I'm gonna put my feet against the wall, and as soon as I see Fletcher going for the hand, I'm going to launch myself at Kel. Give me a brute roll. While this is happening, Haku is still just recounting the entire journey. Can I help with this distraction? Yes, we'll see what Alma gets after this, and then if she needs a plus one. I got a seven. I rolled a seven. Haku, how do you help out with this? Question, um, what do the stars mean to you? Um, oh, question. Oh my gosh, look at the spirit over there. Oh my goodness, there's a, there's a, there's a little thing in it. Oh my god. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Question. Question, Cal. Question. Question, Cal. Question, Cal. Cal? Cal? All because you noticed that Alma would most likely miss Cal, um, but then through your, kind of, or be seen by Cal, but through your distraction, Alma, you're able to, to make contact with this kind of like orange shimmering Cal and start to break the connection between them and this realm. They still have contact here, but they're starting to look all staticky and, and weird. And the, it's getting harder for them to poison the mind of Lavender. Oh yeah, what is Lauren too? This is my joy, okay? This is my area of expertise. I'm not letting Kel be in here without making it incredibly difficult for them. So I'm using my home turf advantage, let's say. Fletcher... You see out from the void, like, purple tendrils kind of, like, come out and start trying to help you climb up the rest of the way to Lavender's face. Give me a wild roll for for him, Fletcher. For, for Lauren, I rolled an 8. Plus 3. An 11. You are quickly brought to the front where where lavender is facing i mean you can clearly see their face they are tired confused crying just experiencing a lot of emotions and neo you sense this this grief from the other side neo doesn't it's getting just this kind of like intuitive grief from from Lavender. Neo is going to try and recount and remember the the kind of pain and grief that was going on on the Thoughtmore the first time that Neo touched that 
that Thotmore um, up in up in Portmore, and we'll try and and kind of like communicate to to Fletcher how much love and care does Lavender need, and we'll do that by hugging Fletcher, and we'll just say, Fletcher, try try to hug him like this. Fletcher will like be hugging Lavender. I don't know what the size ratio here is. Lavender is it's pretty big. I would say it's probably like the equivalent of do you know um in Prometheus the like Prometheans, like the giant prehumans? Compared to the Tylenol PM, how how big is Fletcher if I were Lavender? Bigger or smaller than the Tylenol PM? Fletcher is a bit bigger than the Tylenol PM. Probably two Tylenol PMs. Fletcher's gonna, like, hug Lavender's, like, face so that Fletcher can be, like, close to the ear so that Lavender can hear what Fletcher's saying. And Fletcher will, like, give a hug on the face and be really, really gentle. And Fletcher's just gonna say, Lavender, I know this is really scary, but I have something to show you and I'd actually really like to hear what you remember too. They seem to be open to it. What do you show them, Fletcher? Fletcher is going to offer the thoughts more back and to say, if you put your hand in here, you can see the thoughts more of one of the gods that we were trying to help. They would slowly reach up. They can only fit a finger inside, but they do make contact with it. They see this scene of two of the gods from Portsmore being called away by now that you know who this is is lavender a corrupted sort of version of their self and they come back out of this vision and they say like everybody in the room can can hear it but it's specifically to fletcher wait why that can't be right that was me i was the one who did this i think so but it's not your fault sometimes when other people like Cal are manipulating us, we do things that we don't realize are wrong or bad, or we don't know we're doing it at all, and that's okay. And Fletcher like hugs a little bit like tighter, but like still soft. And Fletcher asks, what, what do you remember? I don't remember that, but I feel like I've been asleep for a while, and it's time that I wake up and write these wrongs I've done. And they wipe the tears from their eyes. They pick you up from their face and gently hold you in their hand and place you down on the ground. The wind starts to die down. The rain starts to, to stop. The colors start to reappear. Kel, you lying fiend. You poisoner of minds. You abuser of those who you think you have control over. This is the last day you have power. And with that, a bright beam of light kind of starts to emanate from Lavender's chest. And all of a sudden shoots out. Everyone is blinded for a few moments. And you appear back in the subway with everyone, all your friends in your group there. You would see Professor Peppers and Riften 
and force and mist all there. I'd probably also Neo and, and Chandler and Calix, each of them with like a little potion in each hand, just like in between the light barrier and the rest of the group. Just just ready. <laughs> all of a sudden a faint version of lavender kind of emanates or kind of appears all of a sudden as through a mist. They walk over to Professor Peppers and Professor Peppers starts crying, trying to voice something, but they can't. And you, Loretta Peppers, I know your heart is hurt. I know you wish your daughter to be back, but you will hurt no one ever again. And they reach down, touch Professor Peppers, and you see like a little beam of light go from Professor Peppers into Lavender. The same thing goes to you, Riften, Mist, and Force. You will hurt no kith ever again. Same thing happens. Lavender comes in, reaches down, touches Alma. Alma of the Veil, child of the Void and everything beyond. Thank you for your sacrifice. I give you the ability to permanently lay a spirit to rest. When I am done, please lay me to rest permanently. Take this as well. And a necklace appears around your neck. It's of a bright stone of a color that resonates with you. You can use this to communicate with whomever you want with the use of a mirror. Haku, child of the stars, I give you the ability to manifest any small and forgotten god to help alleviate any wrongs being committed to the world and a necklace, same as Alms, and to Fletcher, our witch of potent concoctions. I give you the ability to extract different and new essences from materials and potions, letting you make new and exciting potions to help with any ailments, and a necklace just as your friends. Lastly, our weaver, Neyu. May you gain the ability to infuse your weavings with magical properties that can weave comfort any kith might need, and a necklace, just like the rest of your friends. I think I'm ready to sleep. Thank you all. Alma, I'm ready. Thanks for all this, too. And you know, saving the world. This is the least I can do. Alma takes Lavender's hands and closes her eyes, and a purple light starts to glow from where their hands meet and lavender slowly starts to dissipate in like little purple lights that look a lot like fireflies until there's nothing left and the fireflies disperse out and go up through the grates of the subway up 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 into the sky to join the stars Hey, hey, is anyone else out there obsessed with dice? Does anyone out there want to join the I have too many dice sets for my own good club? Or is this going to be a party of one? Because I would be the first to tell you that I have a dice problem. But I don't necessarily think that's the worst problem to have. So if you've got the same mindset, QueerPG has a fun little offer for you. If you head over to fanrolldice.com, you can use our code QueerPG10 at checkout to get 10% off your purchase. They've got gemstone dice, my personal favorite, 
They've got wooden dice, they've got metal dice, and a whole bunch of other designs and accessories to fit all of your dice gremlin needs. So, if you find you're itching for something new to add to your collection, head on over to FanRollDice.com and remember, QueerPG10, that's Q-U-E-E-R-P-G-10, at checkout to get 10% off. Have fun rolling! When the group gets out of the the subway, Towerfell is still kind of in disarray. Like a lot of people are still under the control of of Horus and Arch, and there's still like a lot of confusion, a lot of like mayhem going on. So, what kind of broad strokes things might y'all do, especially with your new abilities, to try to bring peace to Towerfell? Alma has a little spray bottle with water in it that she prepared beforehand. Fletcher has extracted the essence of water and has a spray bottle of water potion from the essence of water. Haku just goes, okay, okay, so hear me out. What if, okay, hello, little, little things in the air. If you can maybe come together into a cloud, a nice cloud that doesn't do any premonitions or anything like that, but a cloud filled with water that my friend has made. And then if there's little creatures around that has the same contraption of a spray bottle who would like to go on a mission, that'd be kind of cool. Hello. So Haku summons some small and forgotten gods to help out with this and start cleaning the minds of folks from the influences of Arch and Horus. The kith are becoming more and more clear-minded. Uh, Neo, what do you do to help, I guess, permanently make sure that Towerfell doesn't fall to this again? Neo has a bit of a bone to pick with Horus. After kith get turned back like eventually Horus and Arch would be be brought in. Neo will try to have a talk with Horus. Not necessarily in front of everyone else, but there's gonna be people around. And that's that that won't stop Neo. And Neo will try to confront Horus with the horribleness of manipulating people for his own purposes and denying them Denying them agency. So, Neo, you would go to the prison where Horus is being kept. They look pretty similar to your friend Foster, but a little bit older, a little bit broader shouldered. And in this moment, they look at their weakest and lowest in sort of just like a standard canvas jumpsuit. They see you come in. What is it that you want? I want to ask you. And I'm I'm gonna do something that the weaver can always do, which is ask someone a question. Neo will kind of like bring their little arms up and we'll just go, What what did you treasure about all of this? About everyone doing what you said without thinking by themselves? Why did you treasure about having hundreds of fake followers? What was good about it? Dear Dear Neo, you'll never experience this. But once you have power and control over someone, it's intoxicating. I know how intoxicated people get over having power over others. I know that full well, and that doesn't ever make anyone really happy. And I can see that you've not been. Were you really happy? And if so, I pity you. At the end of 
our lives, we may or may not have regrets. And one of the great regrets I would have at the end of my life would have been to never have tried to do what I tried to do. I would do it again and again and again. This won't be the last you'll see of me. Why are you so obsessed with this? And they just, like, turn and cross their arms, looking out the, the window, not even looking at you anymore. Neo will take out a small, a small pair of socks that will have fit him pretty well, that could bring him comfort if he needed that, and will fold them and will pass them under the bars and will just, without, without thinking too much about it, We'll just say, well, Horus, I've left you a little gift, and I wish that someday you find something or someone that lets you change, and then they will leave. Over the next couple of weeks, you'd be able to help Towerfell get back to some sense of normalcy, and by then you'd be ready to move on to Middledwell. As you arrive in, in Middledwell, you do see machines but they have all been kind of smashed to bits and there are lots of crew um trying to take bits and pieces over to a giant hole in the ground and gently trying to rid the surface of like these remnants of the the machines that terrera corp had built and used to subjugate the kith of Middledwell. I imagine Fletcher, Alma, and Haku would probably spend an evening with the Council of Kith, those folks that sort of help lead or direct various aspects of, of Middledwell. But Neu, you had somewhere else to be. Neu will be at the, at the, at the ship as we get there. Uh, and we'll we'll be clutching a piece of paper, very nervous, trying to clasp at something missing around their neck, and then just go, well, guys, I hope things go well with the council. I'm going to go see Foster. Uh, he sent me a pretty nice letter, and I think I want to see him again. If, if it's what you want, Neo, then I think you should totally do that. But before you go, I think you might like to have this back. And Alma's gonna reach into her pocket and she's gonna pull out the thimble. What? When did you grab that? You were really upset. It was honestly pretty easy to sneak it. But I figured you would want it back. Neo jumps into the air and just like hugs Alma. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. And you can see a couple tears kind of like streaking down. Hey, 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 none of that. Okay, go make up with your friend. I don't know if we're gonna make up or not, or I will let you know when you come back. Or, or I mean, I guess I'll be back in the morning or like for dinner time. I'll see you later. Just let us know. And now just she jumps ship, <laughs> runs towards the little outskirt town that Foster mentioned in his letter. I think this is the first time I've ever been speechless. Is Neo hoping to, like, stay the night? Let's see what happens. Oh my god, okay. It. I mean, there's a lot to catch each other up on. Neo, you were told to meet Foster 
on like the outskirts of town they had like a community set up and so you you start heading that direction and you see like a, a a hill in overlook on the way to the village that you see off in the distance and you can clearly see that there is a red furred kith sitting on that hill on a blanket and i was walking pretty quickly up until this point and as soon as they see the bright red spot against the blanket and the grass they they start to slow down and walk slower and slower and slower as they get there. And by the time they get in front of Foster, the last uh, 15, 20, 30 meters have been a really awkward, waving, slow walk. Hi, Foster. I'm here. Well, you see I'm here. As you get closer, uh, you're probably like... 25 30 yards away from each other like you're you're like waving back and forth and foster like jumps up and starts running in your direction and their arms are open now would you run towards him there will be this run stop run stop run situation as, as, as a thousand conflicting thoughts cross their mind. And as as they finish kind of like the run and like hack him across probably belly kind of height, they will kind of like look up and just, I'm sorry, thanks for your letter. Did you bring food? It smells nice. Yes, I would come ever since I sent that letter. I would come here and have my dinners here, hoping one of these times you would join me. Foster, don't say that. Don't you say that. Well, I'm here and 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 I'm really happy. Did you I've seen how Middlewell is. You guys did such a great job taking out all of the machines. We still have a lot of work to do, but I'm very hopeful for the future. Yeah, me too. I've been I've been thinking um I want to travel some more, but I also want to weave. Have you been weaving at all? Have you been keeping up with it? My weavings were what's helped us bring down the machines and i've kind of got a little bit of a shop set up i was hoping that maybe you might want to maybe have some of your work here i would like to really look at your shop and, and maybe yeah maybe we could stock some of my stuff in there as well uh, you can show me after dinner if you want i, I really want to see what you have in there i i and and now kind of like reaches back to an now empty round backpack i made this for you and there's there's this beanie bag and there's a little pattern of like a fox and a fennec fox just like holding hands all around the beanie hat and it's this this combination of reds and goldens i it, it's got holes for your for your ears as well here and he grabs it puts it on ears gonna like poke through uh, it's absolutely lovely and yes i really want to show you the shop it's quite magical, like you. And he would turn, and... I forgot how flirty you are. Uh, he's, it's just it's just what I do. Come on, food's getting cold. And he would reach down and grab your hand. Right, right, thank you. And we'll just sit down and start eating. Well, so, yes, I think me and, me and the rest will still travel for a bit. But I want to talk to Alma. I want to see if... Maybe I can stay in the boat for a while, traveling around, and maybe come back here every now and again. 
I I really don't want to rush. Friendships take time. Relationships take time. I don't know where we're at. I would like Rania to see you again as well. I absolutely love to see her, and I'm just happy you're you're back. And as he like hands you a plate of this wonderful like forest greens salad, and you see like there's like a little thing of of soup close by as well that's kind of still steaming. Uh, and as he hands over this plate, he kind of gives you a little peck on the cheek and sits back down. I guess we have a lot to catch up on. Yeah, let me let me tell you. Neo and Foster spend the night catching up and maybe becoming more than friends. I think next up would probably be Fletcher. As you stand at an airboat station with Lauren and Calix. We're still in Middledwell, but Calix has Satchel in their hand and says, Well, I, I don't want to do this but i i you both understand why i i need to go check in see how portsmore's doing and it's i swear it's not goodbye it's goodbye for now i'll i'll see you in the lastings or or somewhere right yeah maybe maybe we'll stop by in portsmore on the way to the lastings but we also have to make sure the lastings are okay too i need to get back to witch academy see how things are there we will see each other Especially with your 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 necklace, Fletcher. Yeah, and and we'll visit and we'll write and we 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 could go on more adventures together. Yes, we we, we can do that. And Calix reaches down, grabs your hand. Could we have a moment? Yeah. And he would start walking with you, leading you down like closer to the ship that they're about to get on, and they would say. Um, yes, I have had quite a time with you, Fletcher. I would have never thought I would be here now with you and your other boyfriend, but I really care about you, and I, I'm sad I have to go, but I am going to come see. Fletcher gives Calix a big ol' hug and is just crying and has boogers, but is mostly crying. <laughs> And Calix would cry too, and then all of a sudden you feel another set of arms wrap around you as Lauren is hugging as well. And three of you would swear, share this special moment, and eventually Calix has to break from the hug. And before they hop on the ship, they grab your hand one last time and give a squeeze, lean down for a kiss, despite the little boogers and the, the the tears and all that. And when they break away, you feel that they've left something in your hand. So they get on the ship and start to raise higher and higher up in the air. Fletcher is like waving at this airship until he can't see it anymore. And like, he's crying so the ship looks all blurry in his eyes, but like, he's keeping like utmost focus on trying to like focus on the tiny dot that gets smaller and smaller that is Calyx. And it's just waving. What, what, what did Calyx give Fletcher? It's a little gold ring. Whoa! That has been, I guess it used to be one of their buttons on their jacket. Um, you can see like how it's just kind of like been bent into a new shape, but it's like clearly got the engravings from a button from their jacket. Fletcher's 
gonna put it in the most important pocket that only has the most important things um and he's gonna hold hands with lauren and walk back to friends the group of you would later that day get on the flying dutch kiss and start making your way back to witch academy that's where all the kiss from the lastings were were brought and that's where you're assuming that they were there would be and in this like moment of reflection as you have uh, a few days before you get back there each of you i guess starting with whoever wants to go what are some of the ways like behind the scenes your your character was developing what things have you gotten better at at the beginning of the this whole story fletcher was falling asleep making swamp water potions but Fletcher has made the galley basically his home and has been like consistently like providing like nourishment for everyone else, making soups, making potions, has done a lot of work on like making more like fine-tuned potions that like keep someone healthy so that nobody gets airship sickness. Fletcher's been like a little like nurse to the whole group behind the scenes during these times and has just been tending to a lot of the like more nutrition-based, health-based, just body needs of everyone and taking care of everybody. We've had a lot of soup. Some of the soups were not good. A lot of the soups have gotten better. He's just been working on like being a better witch in terms of potions and being a better witch in terms of like some spells a lot of spells are still sticky and then he'll occasionally make some predictions but it's something that he's definitely been a bit less reliant on especially with spending so much more time with new and everything that's happened with foster whereas fletcher like used to really like constantly be sorting through cards trying to figure out what the next step is fletcher has kind of owned his like inner intuition a lot more and is becoming less reliant on like objects as oracle and trusting himself. Alma has been doing a lot of work when it comes to being a better communicator. In the trip back, I think she's kind of released control a little bit of some things. She's let Chandler kind of decorate the ship a little bit and gave him creative control over said decorations. Um, you know, the ship's due for a little bit of an aesthetic upgrade and... Who better to give it a revamp while they have this, you know, long flight back than Chandler, who has proved himself to be quite the artist. Alma has also been just kind of doing more leisure trips into the spirit realm, not just for work, but also just to like chat with the spirits a bit more. She used to do that when she was younger. This sort of became her job. So then, you know... Yeah, it's like when you monetize a hobby, but now she's like trying to like kind of find her love for it again and just talking to the spirits and building those connections up again. Kind of doing like retroactive work, like if any of them want to be laid to rest permanently, Alma's been doing that during her treks into the spirit realm. And Haku would notice that there are a lot more stars in the sky these days. She's making an effort to be more open with everyone and talking to everyone more. What Chandler does is him realizing that he's an exceptional artist and should 
use his art to help tell stories rather than take the stories of other people which what he, that's what how what he did with like star stargazing and such and so he puts together a like a stack of flags um for the flying dutch kith and each one represents the the kith that were like on this journey maybe he he works with neo to like get things like weaved out over the the trip but by the time you end you have seven flags representing you all well first of all neo will during these days for sure be helping chandler on the flags but also we'll try to like really get that big weaving off of the story completed so that's gonna be pretty much a, a bit of a full-time endeavor there but as well as doing that, uh, I think they will be every every evening. They will probably just like disappear into the room and just have a little mirror call with Foster, just to to not break contact. But will kind of remind themselves and and probably through conversations with the rest of the of the crew on the ship, try to make sure that they don't forget themselves into any relationship again. And it will be this kind of trying to walk this balance and, and mostly succeeding and, and kind of finding time for, for themselves and finishing to to get back all of the pride that they had earlier for their craft that they lost and that Neo uh, is now regaining. This entire journey, Haku has been following something that he thought was fake for like, like inklings of that for his entire life. And now he is that. He is the Starkeeper. And with that newfound knowledge, something that he really wants to do is give a face to whatever people are following and to give more stories to the stars that are starting to come up. So try and find a way to travel if anyone has a nice little ship with new little flags wanting to go around anywhere that needs a little guy to join and navigate with the stars. Haku will try and hop on board if if possible, but that's what Haku is doing and is also like giving more names to things and also giving homes to little gods that were always forgotten. So Haku is making a home for those who are forgotten and that's that's what he's been doing. By the time you all start to arrive at Witch Academy, you see it like off in the distance, but you've been in conversation with folks and it's clear that they at Witch Academy know that you are arriving because you start to get closer to like one of the, the taller spires at the center and like there's a large platform where the ship can pull up and park. It's like covered with Kith. You know Kith you love to Kith from the Lastings and other parts of the Outlings that are just here to celebrate the six of you and Calix from afar, what you've done for the Lastings. So, Neyu, you'd see Rania, but you'd also see, standing behind Rania, your three dads, who you've not seen in quite some time. As you disembark and give Rania a hug like you can tell like all three of them are crying and I imagine the four of you would find a place to to go catch up. Fletcher you see your moms and your little brother waving at you tears and eyes grins as wide as their face 
bursting with joy over what you've done and they embrace you and you all go off and, and have your, your catch up. Haku, at first it seems like as you like look out over the crowd that none of your family or friends are here. But then like off in the, the distance, you see them on like a platform below your parents. They are, are having a picnic. They wave up to you and they want you to join. Haku's running. Haku will full sprint and just go, I'll be back. Give me a second. I mean, just, I'm going to. And you run down the spiral staircase on the landing, open the door. And your, your parents are just like there on the other side, arms open as they embrace you. Oh, it's so good to see you. I can't believe it. An actual starkeeper. Hi, hi, hi. Your mother and I are extremely proud. We have to admit, we didn't always believe you when you said the Starkeeper was real, but it made us happy that you were interested in something. And now we know that this was something that you were meant to be all along. Our Haku, our Star Child, our Starkeeper. Haku just starts crying. Well, Haku takes this in and maybe gathers himself. Let's jump over to Alma. You let the group kind of receive a lot of like the praise and stuff, and you just turn to start like ratcheting it up or whatnot. And eventually, like the cheers die down, and then you you hear kind of a, a voice through the silence. I figured I would find you here, and you turn to see Karth. Yep. Well, yeah, it was never really my scene. Yeah. Well, your dad is tinkering, as always these days, and your mom said that she was unable to quote-unquote get up because of quote-unquote the weight of everything but i'm here and your siblings down there good good yeah that that sounds about right uh is the house still being foreclosed on i would like to inform you that your dad and i have a business and it's kind of really good right now we used some contraptions to keep the lastings from at least sinking anymore. And yeah, that that really got people interested. And so we've just been making things here. But yeah, the house will be fine. And you don't have to worry about the ship anymore either. That's a relief. Thank you for looking after them for me. I appreciate it a lot. How is Alva feeling about this? Like, your parents have not come to see you, and it now seems that Karf, maybe well-intentioned, but is kind of bragging and not really checking in and making sure you're okay. Alma is used to this. It's, it's kind of, like, almost relieving to see that some things are always going to be as they were. Not everything has this drastic change. Sometimes... Things stay the same, and that's okay. Alma's just going to smile and nod, and when there's a lull in the conversation, she's going to reach into her pocket and pull out the coin, and she's going to walk over to Karth and take his hand, and he, she's going to put the coin in his hand and close it around the coin. Listen, I think we both know that 
with the way things are and the way things are going to continue to be, whatever we could have had, I don't think it would have made either of us happy. I can't stay here. I'm not meant to stay here. But and you you're always going to have the forge. Creating is what you do. It's it's what you enjoy. And I would never ask you to leave that to travel with me. I can't ask you to do that. And I think it'd be unfair of you to ask me to stay. And we tried the whole long distance thing. I don't want to hold you back from a potentially fulfilling relationship because you feel like you owe me something. You don't. And I don't owe you anything either. You've made up your mind about this? It's a big world out there. And I lost myself for a while. And I think it's about time that I get to see it with fresh eyes. It is a big world out there. And I just hope it's big enough for you. I think I'll be okay. I'm not going to be alone this time. I'm proud of you, Alma. Good luck with the business. I'll still write when I can. Good luck with your travels. And with that, they would turn and start to walk off the ship and then you hear like a scrambling and like jumps up over the railing your your kid sibling hey miss me eh, you know how it goes it's, it's kind of kind of necessary but also painful and awkward and uh, a little uncomfortable and they kind of like walk over to you and kind of like like, like plop into you i'm glad you didn't die i'm glad you didn't die either i know we've talked about this a little bit and I wanted to let you know that I think I decided what I want to be when I grow up. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, I've been seeing ghosts ever since things have been fixed. And as soon as mom and dad say I'm old enough, I would love to travel with you and learn learn from the best. Well, I suppose I could always use an assistant. But one day, the assistant will become the master. And kind of gives you like a playful shove. Yeah, yeah, we'll see about that. Just let me know and I'll swing by and pick you up. You're going to have a lot of... You're going to have a lot of people to learn things from. That I am. And so this evening would go on. Fletcher finding out from his moms that they're wanting him to help start a new traveling witch academy with him at the center. Neo... You kind of catch up with your dads a little bit, but ultimately have to say goodbye. And Rania joins you on your travels for a little bit, helping you gather new materials for weavings, helping you with weavings, and eventually landing back in Middledwell with Foster, helping him out there with the shop. Haku, Neo, and Amun would do some traveling around yourselves, right? There's a lot to see. So I imagine before y'all head back out again on the things you need to do, you meet for one last time at the top of Witch Academy. Maybe on the roof this time, as the Starkeeper Haku Biani points out the new constellations. Neo's there forming some thread into a new yarn. Alma, maybe bones in hand communicating with the dead, even in these quiet moments. And Fletcher... Maybe a couple potions in your in your hands, keeping them warm with your body heat because this is a new one you've come up with. And you see the sun set, knowing that this is just the end of one chapter of your lives. And you've been on a night like this where you spend one last night before heading out on your journeys once again. 
Wow, we have once again come to the end of a season. I want to thank our incredible cast, Janine, Michi, Tati, and Okta, and our GM Harper, who took these kids on a magical journey of self-discovery and growth. While we must close out this chapter of Career PG, we urge you all to go play a session of Wander Home yourself. Or check out the Press Pause Let's Chat episode I did with Jay Dragon, the creator of the game. Keep an eye out on our podcast feeds for some more interviews for our season two wrap-up episode. We've got more Monster Hearts coming your way. We've got some kids on bikes. We've got a few cool collabs. And we've got a season three in development. A lot to do, a lot of stories to tell, and we think you're going to love them all. In the meantime, you can catch up on any episode or season you may have missed. You can go check out our merch store. We've got stickers, we've got pins, we've got mugs, we've got notebooks. You can rate and review the podcast so that other people can find us. You can join our Patreon at patreon.com queerpg and get access to a backlog of after shows, bloopers, playlists, and more. And you can most definitely follow us on socials. We also have a Discord. You can come over there and hang out and chat with some other fans. The links to all the places you can find us are in the show notes. And as I always say, until next time.